Thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. For those of you who don't know me, uh, my name is Laura, uh, as Leon mentioned. Um, I am married to Andy, who was just on the stage. Um, I'm part of the youth team here at Life Central. I'm part of the speaking team. And whichever location you're watching this from, it is such a dream and a delight to be with you. Uh, And as Leon mentioned, we are looking at the question today, is God really good? This talk is actually quite a nice follow-on from from Jane's talk last week, where she talked about it's a matter of trust. So this is a kind of a, it's like the burger in your fries. So if you've not yet watched last week's, and I'd really encourage you to go back and watch that and catch that. But today we're looking at, is God really good? And I guess my answer to you would be, it depends. Uh, Don't panic. Um, But it depends. It depends on how you establish what good is. Uh, We, uh, many of us in here... Uh, a British, many of us watching this will be British. Sorry, I'm also getting my... I'm having a shocker, aren't I? There we go. Um, most of us will be British, and we love a bit of democracy. And so what I thought is we could establish what's good through a vote. Yes. So uh, whichever location you're watching this in, I would love you um, to, to help me out with a little vote. Now, uh, we're going to do a thumbs-up, thumbs-down vote on whether you think things are good or not in your locations. Uh, when you voted, I'd love you to have a look around, see who's voted differently to you. Give them some judgy eyes. That's absolutely fine. Um, But first of all, so uh, what's going to happen is is Nick is going to put up on screen a picture. We're going to then, I'm going to give you a countdown, five, four, three, two, one, and then you get your thumbs out. And you you thumb up or thumb down, we will establish what is good and what isn't. So, everyone got their thumbs ready, please? Thank you. I just wanted affirmation. I just want you all to do this at me. Um, Okay, so first up, first up on our vote is McDonald's. Is it good or not good? Five, four, ooh, three. No middle thumbs. Hales Owen location think they could do middle thumbs. Five, four, three, two, one. This is a mix. We've got some people are double thumbing it. We've got some middle thumbs. Okay, I would say mixed bag here. I'm McDonald's. Right, okay, next one. We're not going to go there yet on the screen, but um, we've launched Christmas. But there are still boundaries, aren't there? And some of you will know that my husband particularly feels very strongly about this. So the next vote, Christmas films in November. Five, four, we've got shouts. Five, four, Abby's keen. Four, three, two, one, well, okay. So in Hells Owen location, have a look around your location. In Hells Owen, we've got, a, a, most people are actually double thumbing now. We've got opposing views, but strong feelings is what, is what I'm getting here. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So last one. Last one, you're going to have to think about a little bit more. So I'm going to be generous. I'm going to count down from 10. Uh, the next one, it's a bit of a bigger subject, a little bit more, uh, has a bit more gravity about it. Final one, social media. 10, 9, everyone's just looking at me. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one. A lot of people thinking they can do middle thumbs. I definitely didn't throw that in. Uh, okay, again, it's a remix. A lot of down thumbs. We've got a lot of down thumbs. Okay. And so maybe, maybe we can establish what is good by democracy, but it turns out that we all think different things. Who knew? Um, and when, when we vote on some of this stuff, when we, when we think about what is good and what isn't good, so often what we see as good is different to the person next to us. And that's so often because what we see as good is often based around two things. 
Often it's based either on a personal preference. So if I take, for example, McDonald's, even within our household, there is a 50-50 split. Do you think McDonald's is good? Now, if you talk about milkshakes, I'm in. If you talk about a meal, I'm well out. You ask our kids, they think it is. They cannot understand why we don't eat McDonald's for three meals a day. They love it. So personal preference really, really varies. The other thing when we look about what is good is often our experience. So when we talked about social media, our experience of social media may well inform whether we think that thing is good or not. For some of you guys, you will have accounts and you'll love social media. Maybe you've got your own business and you promote there or, or you're creative and get ideas off of there. For me, I live vicariously through other people's travel accounts uh, and I imagine that I'm in Paris. Um, but for some of you, maybe you've had a really negative experience with social media. Maybe people have posted things about you, DM'd you, put hurtful things up about you or those people that you love. And actually, that experience has made you think that social media is not good. And so how we determine good so often is based on personal preference or on experience. And so as we talked this morning about, is God really good? I guess my answer will be, it depends. It depends on what you're using as your measurement tool. You see, God being good, from my perspective, it's not an opinion. See, God is the author of goodness. And so we're not talking about an opinion here, we're talking about an unchanging characteristic in a deity. It's not measured the same as whether I think McDonald's is good or not. And so if you're watching this, no matter what location you're in, I would love to ask something of you. If you're, you're watching this uh, and you're online or, or you are in a location, if you're someone who is not a follower of Jesus, I would love you for the next 20 minutes to suspend your disbelief and go with it. Go with what if there was a God and he is good? Could that be a possibility that you're open to? And if you're in a location or you're watching this online and you, were, you are a follower of Jesus, I actually have a slightly bigger ask of you. And that is this. If you would say that God is good, how much are you willing to stake on that? How much are you really willing to believe that? Are you willing for that to affect your life choices, your worldview? Are you willing to put in the small and the big all your eggs in one basket, complete faith, all in that God is good and you will live your life as if that is true? So that's where we're going today. Is God really good? Now, um, as I've said, I would say I'm going to be putting forward that I think he is. And so if God is good, then he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This is an unchanging characteristic for him. And so that's where we're going to track through. We're going to look at God being good yesterday, today, and forever. And that's a little journey that we're going to go on. Um, But in 1 Chronicles, it says this. It says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. And if this is true, if God really is good, this is a huge deal. Because if you believe in good, in good, yeah, sure. If you believe in God and you would say he's good, then all of your life choices should reflect that. In all of the things that he's asking you of you, in all of the ways that he is asking you to live, you are reflecting his goodness and trusting in his goodness as well. And so... I'm going to start at the beginning, we're going to start with yesterday, and it's going to be a really, really long time ago kind of yesterday. We're going back to Genesis, of course we are. Um, So uh, in Genesis 1, uh, verses 1 to 4, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and the darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters, and then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that that light was... Good. God saw that that light was good. 
At the beginning of time, there's nothing except God. And so God creates the world out of who he is. He begins to pull all these bits together and he pours his love, his creativity, his goodness into the fabric of creation and begins to stitch it together. In Psalm 33, it says this, uh, he loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. And so God creates the universe, stars into space, seas, oceans, animals, plants, and he stitches it together with the goodness of who he is. The goodness of God is in the fabric of the world around us. And he does this for six days. And after six days in Genesis, we see that God says, and God looked over all that he had made and saw that it was very good. Why? Because God is good. He can't help but be good and everything that comes from him is good because he cannot do any different than be a good and loving God. In the same way, uh, changing the analogy slightly, my husband would call me, well, I would call me creative. My husband would call me messy. Now, I can see where he's coming from. He has a point. But what this means is that everything I do is messy. This is a public confession that he'll hold me to later. I cook and it's messy. I go shopping, it's messy. I stack the fridge, it's messy. The way that I talk is messy. It's convoluted, I use too many words. You're welcome. Um, but, but this is the way that my brain works. I am messy. I try not to be, but I can't help but be messy and I'm really working on it. But praise God, he is not messy or unforgiving or primarily angry or unjust. God is good. And so everything that flows from him is good and he cannot help but be any different to that. And the amazing thing is, is that when God made humanity, when God made you, He's, he put himself at the core of who humanity is, his identity in us, his goodness in us. And so when God looks at you, no matter which location you're watching this on, whether you're watching online now or later, he looks at you and at your core, he sees that you are good because he is good. And whether you believe in him today or not, he is in you. And I feel like some of us need to hear that. Regardless of your experience, regardless of what you have done or what others have done to you, when God looks at you, he sees that you are good. And what if we lived like that? What if we lived believing that God really is only capable of good and that he looks at you and saw you as good? How would your life, your day-to-day, -day, your detail be different? Because I wonder whether some of us live our lives believing something about God that just isn't possible that he does not love you and that the stuff going on in your life that God has put there for not good. When I was younger, <clears throat> a lot younger, a kid, I had a teddy bear. Well, no, it was a frog. And this frog was called Rosie. And I remember Rosie very vividly because we had quite an unusual relationship um, to a disturbingly late age in my life. Um, Rosie was a beanbag frog. And I remember, uh, just like this frog, she had little button eyes, but she had a pink belly. She had black flowery material and she was stuffed with beans. And there were two things that I believed about Rosie. First of all, I believed that she was magical. Um, I, I, can, I, can, I have the memory in my head, so I was old enough for this to be a thing, that if I 
put Rosie somewhere in the room, shut the door, left it, she would move. She would move location in the room. And uh, my last memory of this is that I'm sure I heard her beans move as well. That like, I would put her here, I would leave the room, she would be over there. I was so sure it was true. The second thing I believed about Rosie is that she was fundamentally evil. And she was the cause of a lot of evil in the world. My friends went through stuff, it was on Rosie. I, I was worried the evil that she was bringing into the world. And honestly, to this day, <laughs> Rosie is buried somewhere in my parents' attic, as far back as I could safely get to try and prevent her from creating any more evil in the world and inflicting it on the human race. I believed that to be true, and I realise it's ridiculous. This is a frog. Well, it's not even a frog. It's beans, it's material, it's buttons, causing evil to humanity throughout the nations. Um, and we laugh, because Rosie is just not capable of that. And yet we hold this belief about God that he positions himself towards us in a way that is just not possible for him. That he does not want good for you. That he does not love you. This is not something that is the nature, the fundamental nature of who God is. He cannot help but do good. And so the next stop in our yesterday is the cross. So God comes to earth in the form of Jesus. He pours his goodness into Jesus. And what you see in the Gospels, and this is it's amazing, is that you see the undiluted goodness of God in Jesus at work with the goodness that he has already put in the world. And these two things spark and connect. And what you see is good. You see um, the poor cared for. You see people healed. You see children cared for. You see women and minorities given dignity. You see the dead raised. When the goodness of God is poured into a human and in, is allowed to connect with the world around it, you see good. I heard a phrase the other day, God in a bod. I quite like that. When you put God in a bod, what you see is good. I loved it. Until Good Friday. And actually, Good Friday wasn't very good for Jesus. The, the day that he died on a cross. But it was incredibly good for us. And those deepest, darkest corners of who you are, the bits of your personality that you are so grateful the person next to you knows absolutely nothing about, the deepest bits of who we are, God came and died to make those bits of you good with him. And so he made us good with God. And this incredible illustration of who God is and how far he is willing to go is a real testament to the goodness, consistency of God yesterday, today, and forever. And there was a moment back there where not good tried to win out. But God's goodness and his love is so powerful that there was never a chance that not good was ever gonna come good. And that was for us. And so what about today? Well, today I believe that Jesus says, follow me. Whether you know him right now, sat where you are or not, I believe Jesus says, follow me. He asks us to live our lives in a certain way because it's good stuff. Whether you believe in him or not, it's good for you, it's good for those around you, and it's very good for the world around you. And as God says, follow me, he says, I know what makes your life good. And it may be that some people are sat today watching this and um, you know that God has asked something of you and it feels difficult. And the tricky thing about following a good God 
is that sometimes he will ask you to walk away from the things in your life that are not good. And that's difficult. It might be not good relationships, not good situations, not good habits that we've got ourselves into. But the place I keep coming back to is if God doesn't want that for my life, then it wasn't good for me anyway. And so are we willing to let God's goodness cost us so that our lives may be made good? And some people today will be in situations that don't feel very good. And trusting and following Jesus when things don't feel good is really tough. And it might be that you're here today and you're in a situation that doesn't feel good because of um, free will. And God, in his goodness, gives us free will. And he allows us to make choices that maybe bring not good into our world or not good um, from other people who have made choices, bring not good into the world of your world or the world of people that you love. And as a result of that, your world might not feel very good today. Or maybe it's that the not good that's in the world is bringing about health situations and diagnoses and things that are really difficult and you're stood in the middle of it and you're thinking, this does not feel very good. And the thing that I'm measuring that goodness by, my personal preference, would I choose to be in the situation that I am in today? Hmm, no. (laughs) Or maybe my felt experience. Does this feel good? Does this feel comfortable? Nope. But what if there was something else going on? What if God's goodness was actually greater than the certainty of the appearance of your circumstance? And in those moments, you grit your teeth and the question, is God really good, really matters. And so you say with gritted teeth, The God that was good to me yesterday will be good to me today. And in James uh, 1 verse 17, it says this, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. The God that sowed goodness into the fabric of this world is the God that wants to sow goodness into the fabric of your life today, whatever your circumstance appears to be. And so as we do this, What's God doing? (laughs) What's Jesus actually doing? As we're trying to follow him, as we're trying to make good choices that actually don't feel very good, what, what is it that God's doing? Well, in Romans, it says this. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ died for us and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or or persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? Well, the answer is no. Because God can't do anything but love you. And God can't help but do anything but do good for you and in you and with you. And so Jesus sits at the right hand of God, sits next to God, praying good over you and for you in the situation that you're in. Yesterday, today, and what about forever? (laughs) Well, I firmly believe it gets good. In Revelation, it says this, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared and the sea was also gone. 
And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them and he will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All of these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, write this down for what I say to you is trustworthy and true. And he also said it is finished. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. All who are victorious will inherit these blessings. I will be their God and they will be my children. You know, God created you good, for good, to do good things in this world. And as we follow Jesus, it will make your life good, the lives of others good, it makes this world very good. And so God may be asking something of you today that doesn't feel easy or good. Maybe what you're laying down is your comfort, your preference, your personal experience might be that it doesn't feel very good at all. But what God has for you, the other side of it is good. What God wants to do in you and through you is good. And sometimes things don't feel good. And in those moments, we have to cling to truth. That God has always been good. Can't do anything but good. He will always be with us, even working in the circumstances that don't feel that good. And so I guess my question would be, if you are watching this, listening to this, and you are a follower of Jesus, and you would say, God is good, how much are you willing to put on that? your finance, your relationships, your job choice. In the big and in the very, very small, how much are you willing to put all your eggs in one basket that what God is wanting for your life is good? Will we live like it? And it may be that there are some people watching this today who aren't followers of Jesus and I, would love to ask you the question, if this is who God was, would you be willing to let Him into your life? Would you be willing to build a relationship with a God that is this good? And so could I invite, if you're able, for, for you in the room to stand, please? We're gonna, we're gonna spend a few minutes with God and, and in a moment I'm gonna pray, but, uh, I'd love to give an opportunity for anybody uh, who is listening today um, to maybe come into the relationship with Jesus for the first time. That if there is a God and He wants good for you, are you willing to let Him do good in your life, through your life, with your life? And it's not always easy or comfortable I find myself in situations that aren't always my personal preference. (laughs) But I know it's good. And so would you close your eyes with me, please? And 
Uh, in a moment, I'm going to say a prayer uh, for anybody who is wanting to, I guess, explore a relationship with God a little bit more for the first time. And once I've prayed, I'm going to ask you, while everyone's eyes are still closed, to just whichever location you're in, to pop your hands in the air and a member of our team will just give you something uh, to help you begin to work out uh, what it looks like to have a relationship with God. And so with everyone's eyes closed, I'm... I'm going to say a prayer and I'd really encourage you, if you haven't uh, thought about a relationship with God before, you might want to pray this, pray this with me. God, thank you that you are good. And God, we know that there are times in our lives when we choose not good. But God, would you help us today trust your goodness? Whether we're exploring a relationship with you for the first time or we have known you for forever. God, would you help us to be more sure of your goodness? Forgive us for when we have doubted who you are and what you want for us. And God, would you help us to live like you are good? Amen. And if we could keep our eyes closed. If you... Um, are someone who's wanting to explore a relationship with God for the first time, if you, well, everyone's eyes are closed, if you could pop your hands up in the air, that would be super helpful. And we've, we've got some team who would just love to give you a little tiny something to help you to start that relationship out. That would be great. So if that's you and you want to pop your hand in the air, that would be amazing. Great. God, for those of us who do know you, and maybe should know better. <laughs> We're really sorry for where we've doubted who you are. God, would you help us to see what you're asking of us on the situations that we find ourselves in through the eyes of your goodness, your unchanging love. God, would you help us to remember what your goodness has already done for us and help us to know in the depths of our being that your goodness is unchanging going forward. Amen.